0: We'll perform an XOM stock analysis like Warren Buffett, one of the greatest investors of all time. We'll reverse engineer his decision-making process to look at the most telling business numbers before we estimate not one but two fair intrinsic values for ExxonMobil stock. Along the way, there's going to be a key bonus metric that just might be the tipping point when analyzing ExxonMobil for your stock portfolio. Then you're going to want to watch till the end when we give our rating. Buffett's not invested in Exxon, but as of his last 13F, he owns 6.6% of their biggest competitor, Chevron. That's the fifth biggest position in his portfolio, making up 5.5% of it. And with his recent ads to Occidental Petroleum, Warren Buffett likes oil. Should you look at oil companies too? Right now, ExxonMobil trades for $107.60 per share. That's $13 below their 52-week high. It's only $9 above their 52-week low. There's not much short interest with just 1% of their shares sold short. How big is ExxonMobil? They're a giant company. They have a $430 billion market cap. Year to date, ExxonMobil stock is up just 1%. They underperformed the S&P 500, which is up more than 10%. That's not all for shareholders. Right now, ExxonMobil pays a 3.35% dividend yield. That yield is added onto their returns in their stock. In the last five years, ExxonMobil compounds at 7% annually. In the last decade, they compound at just 1.5% annually, they're up 18% overall. When we go back before the global financial crisis, ExxonMobil compounds at just 3.5% annually. They've underperformed the market over this time, even when we add in their dividends. But the burning question is, why should we be paying close attention to ExxonMobil? Recently ExxonMobil announced an all-stock deal to acquire Pioneer Natural Resources for $59.5 billion. That's a mega deal that gives them a big footprint in the shale-rich Permian Basin. Just recently, their competitor Chevron also made a big deal. They announced a $53 billion acquisition of Hess. The big difference is that Pioneer generates twice as much annual cash flow as Hess. Exxon's acquisition was just six times cash flow. Meanwhile, Chevron's was half times cash flow, which is nearly double the price. ExxonMobil is an integrated oil and gas company that explores for, produces, and refines oil around the world. In 2022, it produced 2.4 million barrels of liquids and 8.3 billion cubic feet of natural gas per day. At the end of 2022, reserves were 17.7 billion barrels of oil equivalent, 65% of which were liquids. The company is the world's largest refiner with a total global refining capacity of 4.6 million barrels of oil per day and it's one of the world's largest manufacturers of commodity and specialty chemicals. Exxon traces its roots all the way back to John D. Rockefeller Standard Oil and it's headquartered in Irvine, Texas. Now with that understanding, let's dive deep into their numbers. Metric number one, we want their average return on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. The average business earns 7% returns on capital. Looking for a benchmark that's double this can build in margin of safety based on the quality of the business. The oil industry is cyclical, Exxon is no exception. Their returns on capital go up or down with the price of oil. When these crashed and went negative in 2020, Exxon had negative returns on capital as well. Since then, as the price of oil has increased, Exxon's returns on capital have increased too. A big trend right now in oil and natural gas is not spending a lot on CapEx. This boosts their returns on capital by a lot. They earned 26% in their last year. That's way higher than they were at in any of these other years. While these returns are pretty lumpy, when we average them out, Exxon earns 10% returns in a given year. That's below our benchmark, which means this is an X on metric number one, but it's still better than a normal business. Metric number two, we want growth. Exxon has grown a lot. We'll look at their revenues, earnings, and free cash flows. In this time, their revenues are up by 31% their earnings have grown two and a half times and their free cash flows have almost tripled when we include today's numbers. We can see here the big hit the company took in 2020 when their revenues went down by nearly $80 billion, Still, they've more than doubled from their 2020 lows. It's big growth across the board for Exxon. Their margins are up by quite a bit as well. This is a huge check on metric number two. Keep in mind the oil industry is cyclical and Exxon's performance over this time has matched that. Metric number three, we want earnings per share growth. This looks at Exxon like an individual shareholder in the company. Their earnings per share are pretty similar to what we just saw in our last metric. We learned their earnings have grown by two and a half times. They've also bought back 3.5% of their shares over this time. This means they've grown their earnings per share. More than doubling these over this time, it's another check on metric number three. Metric number four, we want free cash flow per share growth. This is almost the same story. The only difference is their free cash flows have grown even faster than their earnings. These have almost tripled over this time. When we add in those share buybacks, it's another check on metric number four. So far through our first four metrics, Exxon Mobil has three checks and only one X. Before we look at the company's balance sheet and get to our valuations, how about we check in on our bonus? Right now they pay a 3.35% dividend yield, but is it safe and can this grow in the future? That's what we want to learn through our bonus. We want their dividends to be supported by their free cash flows, ExxonMobil is a dividend aristocrat. They've grown their dividends in each of the last 40 years. It's no surprise then that they've grown their dividends in the It's no surprise then they've grown their dividends in the last five years as well. This came even as the company's free cash flows were negative in 2020. Since then, their free cash flows have rebounded by quite a bit. They easily support their dividends today. It's impressive for any company to grow their dividends this long, especially one that operates in a cyclical industry. ExxonMobil supports their dividends today and in the last couple of years. This is what we want to see. It's a check on our bonus. In recessions, it's businesses with too much debt that can have the biggest losses or even go broke. Metric number five, we want ExxonMobil's net debt to be below the sum of their free cash flows in their last five years. Exxon has cut their net debt, Exxon has cut their net debt by a lot. They had almost $35 billion worth in 2018 They brought this down to $17 billion at the end of 2022. Today, they have just $12 billion in net debt. At the same time, even with having negative free cash flows in 2020, ExxonMobil has produced a ton of free cash flow. They've generated $113.6 billion worth in the last five years, most of this coming in the last couple of years. They earned $58 billion last year. In their last 12 months, they earned $46 billion. It's a huge check on metric number five, ExxonMobil could pay off all of their debt in just about a quarter's worth of free cash flow. Compared to the debt they use in their business today, ExxonMobil generates a ton of cash. Now let's try to figure out, what is ExxonMobil worth? The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want ExxonMobil's average five-year free cash flow divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this gives a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury. It's the first of two ways we'll estimate a fair value for ExxonMobil. ExxonMobil has a $450 billion enterprise value. This adds their net debt and their market cap together to look at the business like a private company. In the last 5 years, we learned they earned $113.6 billion of free cash flow. This means they earned $22.7 billion in an average year. When we divide that by their enterprise value, we get exactly a 5% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield. Currently, ExxonMobil produced $46 billion in their last 12 months. When we divide that by their enterprise value, it gives us a 10% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. These are both above the 10-year treasury. They're at or above the risk premium we want too. Coming in on metric number 6, this is a check for ExxonMobil. Don't just run out and go buy the business. Watch to see what their fair value per share is before you stay for our rating. Everything we've covered so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze ExxonMobil. This takes us to using a discounted cash flow model to estimate their fair value per share. A DCF model is based on the predictability of a company's free cash flows. Like any model in any field, its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. We'll start with an average of ExxonMobil's free cash flows in their last three years. This includes both a very bad and a very good time for the business which can smooth out these free cash flows as they're lumpy year to year. Then we'll use assumptions to grow these into the future. It's up to you to figure out if these will be accurate or not. ExxonMobil has not been predictable in their past. Oil is a cyclical industry and as an integrated oil and gas producer, they're no different. If we assume they grow their free cash flows at 5% in each of the next 10 years, then in the next 10 years after that, if these grow at 4%, we'll add in their tangible book value which gives an estimate of their net worth. If we want a market beating 15% rate of return like Warren Buffett, at today's valuations, an estimate of ExxonMobil's fair value per share is around $112. That's up $5 from today's stock price. Please keep some key points in mind. This discount rate is an estimate of total returns to shareholders based on their free cash flows. It already includes their average dividend yield. Their stock price would not go up by this full amount. ExxonMobil hasn't been that predictable in their past. This makes this a rougher estimate than some other companies we've looked at, even if they look slightly undervalued. Compared to where they've been at historically, Exxon's trading at about half its price to owner earnings in the last 10 years. Most importantly, this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Consult with your financial advisor before making any investment decision. Warren Buffett cares about the numbers, but the qualities of a business are even more important to him. Let's learn about these business qualities for ExxonMobil. We're going to start with a long thesis. Number one, Exxon has responded to shareholder concerns by reducing spending, appointing new board members, increasing disclosure, and announcing emissions reduction targets. Number two, Exxon will likely see its portfolio mix shift to liquid's pricing as gas volumes decline and new oil projects start production. Cash margins should improve as a result, thanks to Permian and Guyana volumes. Number three, with coordination between upstream and downstream operations as well as integrated refining and chemical facilities, Exxon achieves a high level of integration that creates value as opposed to simply owning the assets. But it's not all sunshine and roses for the business, we're going to look at a short thesis also. Number one, despite activist pressure and new board members, Exxon has not shied away from hydrocarbon investment levels and continues to develop long-life projects that may hold a risk of becoming stranded. Number two, Exxon lacks the level of investment in low-carbon businesses such as renewable power of its peers and risks not sufficiently reducing its emissions or pursuing a less carbon-intensive future as a going concern. Number 3. Returns are unlikely to ever reach historical levels without higher commodity prices, potentially resulting in compression of Exxon's premium multiple. As mentioned at the top of the video, Exxon just announced a huge deal for Pioneer Natural Resources. They're investing even more at oil, though it looks like they might be getting a pretty attractive price as they made this all-stock deal for assets in the Permian Basin even less than their current stock multiple. Now let's combine their qualities with their numbers as we give a rating. So far, we've learned in our ExxonMobil stock analysis, ticker symbol XOM, ExxonMobil, even though they're a commodity producer and they operate in a cyclical commodity industry, has a lot of the signs of being a pretty good business. They earn good above average returns on capital, though not quite up to the benchmark we're looking for. Their earnings and free cash flow have really led growth for the business. They've also bought back a small number of shares while reducing their debt. Their free cash flows are huge compared to where they've been at in their past 5 years. Because of this, Exxon's free cash flow yields look attractive compared to the 10-year treasury. Exxon's also supported a growing dividend in each of the last 40 years. They're a dividend aristocrat that just may well be a dividend king. This puts them in special company with Chevron as the only oil companies with this kind of track record. It looks like Exxon may have made an even better deal to acquire Pioneer Natural Resources than Chevron did to acquire Hess. When we performed our discounted cash flow analysis from today's valuations if you believe those assumptions and you want a market-beating return of 15% like Warren Buffett, an estimate for ExxonMobil's fair value per share is around $112. That's up $5 from today's current stock price. Keep in mind this isn't financial advice. When we add their numbers and their qualities together, ExxonMobil looks like an excellent candidate for more research. If you enjoyed today's XOM stock analysis, like it, subscribe to the channel for more and watch this next video.